Here we go. You're tuning in to Will Love Listen. Now listen. Hi, I set my alarm and ringer on my phone. It didn't go off. I don't know what I did. Well, it's Mercury retrograde. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't believe you just said that. It's not a rule to the fourth. That's probably why. I'm not sure. Are you into astrology like I am? Yeah, I'm a Sag. I love it. I'm a Sag rising. So. I'm a Gemini rising um, Pisces moon. Oh my God. I have the same three, but in different placements. So I'm a Pisces. Oh my God. We're going to get along famously. I know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I always do it because you've been like my favorite Real Housewives of New York since you like hit the scene. So you just knew. I just knew it. So that's so funny that we have like the same ma- main three because I'm a Pisces sun with a Sag rising and a Gemini moon. I can't believe it. That that's is crazy. Funny. Right? So no wonder you get me. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I, 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 I'm like moving all my pride appearances around and moving a fluid thing I'm doing and then, you know, scheduling my Bravo stuff. And it's just like, so how do you want to do this? Cause- I mean, I'm recording now if that's okay. So okay, I, great. I would do Zoom, but I actually got rhinoplasty last week. Good, great. So uh, you're on track with what you need to do. Okay. This is good that we finally hooked up. So we have like so much to talk about because I, I don't know where to start because I want to talk about Sodia Sagria. I want to talk about the tour, <laughs> like like everything. But I, I want to like backtrack a little bit because I want to know more about like your like life before the show because you lived a very, very interesting life. I mean, you were married to a Morgan. <laughs> You lived very elite. So I want to know all about like Sonia pre-Housewives first. Well, it's just, it's strange to be on reality TV now because before I was married and during my marriage, we went to parties. There were no stepping repeats and there were no sponsors. You paid for your own parties, whether it was, you know, a hundred thousand or millions, you know? So um, that whole thing of having sponsors and everything is new to me because we would do that sometimes with charities, but you would just get an endowment from one firm, one big firm. Um, so very old world style of life for me before. And the only cameras we had were those little instamatic paper ones and, you know, they're yellow. You put them on the table and you get it developed, but nobody was taking photos behind the scenes. So I think people are very surprised when they see me on camera how much fun I can have and how much steam I blow off when I'm with my friends because they think, you know, I didn't do that because you wouldn't know. (laughs) I've always danced (laughs) on tables, always. How was it being married to a Morgan? I mean, it sounded like you lived like such an elite life. So how was that era? Well, it was amazing that he was able to get me to settle down. He was tenacious and took him a while, but... It worked. I had a very jet set life before I married the bank. It's like, once you're married, then, you know, we were in bed by nine o'clock each night. Unless we were having a party on our yacht. And then it's like uh, 400 people, 450 people. So we're up all night. But generally, we had a very discreet, quiet lifestyle and always ate at home. We always had a full staff. So that's what I did. I I ran the seven houses, the yacht, the 13 and crew, the 75 and staff. And all of our, um, you know, happening, running the properties. So you were, you mentioned that you were jet setting, but by the time you got married, was it more uh, work that it was fun? No, I, I let go all that, you know, jet setting with, you know, whatever you want to talk about, um, rock star or, you know, Prince of Monaco. I mean, I gave that up for marriage to, to be a family person and to be discreet always you know, always was. And it wasn't until after my divorce and I was responsible for my daughter and um, all the bills, you know, the townhouse to give her stability that I considered going on television because they had reached out to me before and I ultimately had turned it down because I was worried about my daughter's stability. Yeah. But after I saw the other girls were doing so well, Luana Ramona and, you know, they could support their charities as usual and they the kids were doing well. That's when I said, oh, I, I have to do this because I had some good advice from people, very well-known people, um, who said to me, you should do it because you're the one responsible for your bills now and you have the personality to do it. So I said, okay, I'll try it. Did you think that you were going to stay on as long as you have or did you just do it like... No. Really? Not okay. I thought, oh, I'll just do this for a little while. <laughs> Get back on my feet and, you know... 
that it was like, you know, growing pains, basically, how to survive reality TV, stay in society, stay on the boards of your charities, and navigate it all um, while doing, you know, being yourself on the show. It's kind of a conflict to just be real, be yourself on the show, expose yourself like that, and then still be in the private sector of life and society. So it, it was a juggle. Somehow I pulled it off, and I think my daughter's doing very well now. She went she went public on Instagram, and uh, she gets more likes than me with many, like, less people. I don't know how she does it, man. <laughs> well, I remember uh, your daughter seemed really private. Like, she wasn't filming on the show and things of that nature but i did see like now her instagram is public is she um is she more open to doing work in the public eye and putting herself out there now no not at all not at all she's she's on a totally different path than i am right now in my life she's in the she's on the path i had at her age of being discreet you know, crossing her T's, dotting her I's, and going into the corporate world so all of that's intact but i think what she's done has been very good on her Instagram as far as just um, keeping it about looks of the day. You know, she has all these brands chasing after her now. But, you know, number one, she's a scholar. She's a student at an Ivy League school. And she knows that. And, and you know, number one is her career right, right after school. So she's not um, looking to be a model or, you know, any of those public figures. Yeah. No. Also, she also has, like, a line of people waiting to buy you know they wanted paintings from her she's a prolific artist she did very well at her at her prep school or whatever you call it private school she she was she's had single person gallery shows her art is amazing yeah she's a busy bee i mean i saw her art website her um work is great quincy's work is great and um and she's beautiful your daughter could be a model i mean and she looks a lot like you by the way yeah, and you know, when I was her age, I was like that very, you know, she's regal and she's got it together. And, you know, I'm now in a point, I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I get to do what I want. I worked very hard to get to this point and I don't have to answer to anybody about, you know, what I do now in my private life. But of course she's young and she, you know, you see her, she, she looks like royalty on the, I saw these comments, she looks like royalty, and I'm like, yeah, when I was her age, I was thinking of myself, I dated royalty too, and I guess <laughs> I married American royalty, if you think about it. You did, yeah. You know, my shoes with the with the family crest, remember Crestgate? Yes, yeah. Wearing, you know, I wear those family ring every day, so it's not like I don't, I'm not familiar with the crest, <laughs> either is my daughter, and we kind of, you know, we did that together, her and I. And it was funny TV to see um, Dorinda's reaction. Oh, my God. I, th that was a rough <laughs> season for you because she kept on kind of hammering you that year. Yeah, and then it became Tinsley. So I was like, good, now I'm out of the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> the cast has really evolved over the past like few seasons. So what do you think is next? Because there's whispers about that they're gonna there's going to be a Real Housewives of New York, but then there's going to be a legacy series. Well, as you know, I, I haven't been filming since before last summer because normally we start filming in August. But with COVID, you know, they weren't taking any chances of having to shut down. It's very expensive for production in New York. And it was just like, oh, my God, we want to be able to film without masks and without, a, you know, just five people and nobody else around. So so I've been not working. So I, I had started this in your city comedy tour before covid and it was great but then covid blew us all up so that's why i use only local talent drag queens and stand-up because i want to support my artists my lgbtq black lives matters now and not that i'm so prolific in it but i'm learning a lot and trying to help and then um after we had the success you know uta came to me with uh, live nation so now like it's a major tour with 1700 people in the audience and we cut this the meet and greet to 99 at every show because it sells out like a half an hour the meet and greet wow. i can't do meet and greet for five hours you know yeah totally and then uh you know i continued with the shoes we're coming out with boots um really cute boots and um i saw nikki hilton is also working with french self so that was that was a feather in my cap i felt really cool that she's also doing a line with french so and then you know i went to only fans uh, they came to me i should say and I became a top five performer there. And then Cardi B joined up right afterwards and Amanda, whoever. And then um, 
my cameos. I'm a top three. Number one woman and number one reality TV star. The other two guys, top three, are comedians. So I've been doing what I can do, waiting to start filming again. And then the other thing I do is... um you know, my fashion collection, which is, I see Century 21 is opening again. So, you know, I was their chief lifestyle officer and COVID blew them out, 15 stores. Yeah. So can... that's that's looking good. That's good. Um, so tune in, you know, stay glued to your TV to see if I'm back with Century 21. But then as far as announcing what shows I'll be doing or when, you know, I can't speak about that. That's not my business. Um, that's for the executives to do and their decisions. So um, I can't answer any questions about timing or shows or any of that. You know, that's the question everyone wants to know. Give me a million dollars. I'll give you. A <laughs> I know. Like I posted, I was going to be interviewing you. And I mean, people asked about everything, but that was one thing that people were like, you know, they wanted to know, like, what's the latest tea with the. Well, they're missing, you know, they're missing Real Housewives of New York. There was an announcement made by Andy um, in Variety. And there was an announcement in Variety shortly before that about me and my son in your city tour the alignment with Live Nation and um, with UTA and then there was this Harper's Bazaar story about me being the Bridgerton star's favorite and she went to Cipriani uh. on a um, Tuesday looking for me <laughs> she lives in England so I, I have to look her up when I go over there because she's such a great personality and I heard she's really nice in person so I want to meet her your heads are really full I mean even though you're not filming I mean you're so busy like kudos to that because you know you can't say the same about other housewives oh I worked the whole time under COVID the whole time if I wasn't doing a cameo or OnlyFans or building my website or designing a new um, you know the boot line or making sh we had to move production from my sangria because I had the sangria on the show at the drag queen and at my fashion show so it was there, and then COVID hit. People don't understand. It's been so difficult. We had to move production from Spain to Italy. Wow. With the grapes. That's a lot the of work. freaking grapes. So we have the white and the um, red sangria, and that's been doing really, really well. I mean, it's going into all the stores and free shipping. So um, that's been good. But I do remember Ramona saying, wow, this is really good at the drag queen ball. <laughs> you know, the drag queen bingo yes. finale. Yeah. And before that, I had my fashion show um, before the Century 21 event that fashion show that I did for Sonia by Sonia Morgan. That's when I had the sangria as well. It was on the bar and everybody saw it. So it's still going. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, it looks delicious. I'm, I'm probably going to get a couple of bottles because I was watching your Instagram the other day. Um, you were at an event and you posted the video and the guy was like putting it all together. And I'm like, oh, that looks so good. How cute is he? That was an appearance I had uh, yesterday. I have an appearance after I get off the phone with you, I'm out the door. And then I have an appearance tomorrow. So I've been lining my ducks up for, you know, people who have been waiting. And then press is always wanting to talk to me. And I said, you know, why should I risk talking to the press about anything? I don't want to get myself in trouble. I'll wait till I have something really to talk about. So that's why you and I connected because you do out in New Jersey and I'm going to Montclair. Uh, New Jersey, which is 12 minutes in an Uber from the city. So yeah. it's already practically, I don't know how many seats are left, but it's going to be tough. People don't realize it's selling out already. And then Huntington, you know, I just did this event yesterday. Everyone at that event said, I have a table for Huntington on Long Island. So it's going to be a great crowd there too. And then of course I'm going to Atlanta, which I'm so excited for. I texted Phaedra and everybody. Oh, I love it. You I'm should get the girls to show. All the oh, it's going to be great. And then I have Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, back to Ohio. My first show was in Cincinnati, and my last show for this run is in Columbus. And then I got to start working my new schedule with UTA and with um, Live Nation. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to get it all together. Yeah, it is. But I mean, like, kudos, because Live Nation is huge. You know, I've, I've worked in radio for years. Um, I've worked at, like, different top 40 stations over the years. And, like, Live Nation is, like, if you're doing your tour with Live Nation, you made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's... Yeah, they thought we were selling out in half an hour because they talked to the venues, you know. They know. They know things. Yeah. Um, we would sell out. In New York, I did two shows back-to-back -back twice. I did, I did D.C. back-to-back. Um, I did Philly back to back because the show would sell out in half an hour and then we'd have time because we'd be months away. So we'd have time to say, OK, we'll do a second show. 
And that's like three, 400 people, top five, 700 people. Now everything's over a thousand people. That's great. I mean, it's really like growing quickly. What could... Yeah, I love it. It's not about the money. It's about um, connecting with my viewer and my artist and the LGBTQ and, you know, creating and giving back after everybody's been in lockdown and they just want to have a good silly laugh with their girl from Real Housewives of New York because I always get them giggling you know we say the stupidest things and we do a lot of and I do improv with my two castmates Doug I'll, I'll text you their names Doug is my castmate and then there's Matt Brooks so Doug is Wittick his name is Wittick those are my castmates so we do the improv but then we have a stand-up that opens the show and a drag queen oh nice. my god we have so much fun we bring all the people up on stage we bring up everyone interns couples for sex tips and <laughs> It's been great to connect. Oh, that's awesome. So what are like some topics? And then, of course, the Sony Sangria goes hand in hand because I have it there for everyone to try and it's free shipping and then they find out what stores carry it. Oh, see, that's going to be fun. You know, like having the Sonia Sangria while watching the show. Oh, yeah. We had it yesterday at the event. As you know, you saw the video with the cute um, server. Yes. Bar- bartender. He was adorable. He took care of me and I had my security and I was sanitizing my hands every five seconds because today I have an appearance, tomorrow I have an appearance, and they're trying to book me now for Wednesday. I'm just glad to support the artists, get them back out there, get them seen, paid. Yeah, the live music industry, it just, the whole, the entire entertainment industry really took a big hit over the past two years. Tell me about it. Oh my God. I don't even have any singers in my show, but I I forgot all about that because, you know, my world is all about, you know, I'll sit at a piano and, you know, belt out a few tunes with Josh Flagg, but, you know, I'm not a singer really. I do sing song skits though. We have a couple of songs at the show and t-shirts with the phrases people love that do you have any of your iconic lines as t-shirts well we have sony in your city we have straw that stirs the drink and then we have baddest bitch on the upper east side oh i like that yeah well when you come to the show you're going to hear the songs i'll have to get you a couple tickets you'll hear the songs they're great they're catchy oh i'm sure they are what else could people what are some tidbits that you could give away like people could expect at the montclair show just that you know we get people up on stage it's a real interaction between me and everybody this the, the meet and greets go really quickly so if you want to be one of those 99 people you got to get it now it's probably already sold out so i don't know that the meet and greet but the tickets do go pretty fast especially the week before um and what else just i'm excited to go back to ohio i love being there and then i, I have atlanta and then of course i gotta start making the rounds again then it's chicago then it's california yeah your heads are full but it's all well, good I always it's always Atlanta. i don't know how she does it she does full makeup and she does um costume changes and it's all scripted so she has to you know i don't know how she does it me i just get out there and wing it and wear whatever i want to wear as long as it's short and sassy and my underwear match i'm good were you sort of nervous about doing this because like no, uh, no, uh, no, about, no. i've uh, been doing i've been the class clown my whole life and you know i came on the show funny i'm very no i'm well known in my group of people behind the scenes as being the funny one i'm the one that gets up at the gay bar and starts singing at the piano with <laughs> my boys from off broadway and broadway and i respect them and their art i don't hog the mic <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel were you nervous at the beginning that this would be compared to luann's cabaret or no no not at all not at all we're friends we love each other but you know i just didn't think of that at all. I I know that I got a call from Improv Asylum years before COVID, and I did a couple of shows. One we did for the show. I don't know what happened. That Ramona was there and Tinsley, and they said they loved it. And then um, COVID happened, so we were just waiting for it to be safe to you know financially back it and count on me being available. And I wasn't nervous because I always just sort of throw this stuff out there. I'm, I've been an entertainer my whole life. Yeah. Some young girl doing beauty pageants and modeling and sing song skits and getting up and belting out some crazy tunes at parties and charities or just being funny. That's what I do. Who from the show do you stay in touch with most today? Well, we all, when we're not filming, go off and do our own things. We spend some intense family time and. You know, we have some friends that are are not on camera that you guys don't know. We have trips we want to do, places we want to go. My co-stars have people they want to meet. Me, you know, I'm the reclusive one on the show. So when I'm not filming, I just want to be with my family and, you know, chill down and tend to my finances and my work schedule, line my ducks up. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it really is just me and my daughter. I mean, we're doing a small family. 
Yeah. We really rely on each other, you know. We're very close. That's nice, though. That's important, you know, to be close with your family. Yeah, it is. I'm very blessed. I got a good one. What are are there any other projects you're working on? It sounds like you're like in overdrive, so I can't imagine there's well, any more. Well, we're still waiting to do the home line, you know, the, the famous toaster oven. But it has to be with someone who really knows what they're doing. And then I'm always looking for a fashion partner because if you watch the show, you know I need somebody that can really take my fashion to the next level. Yeah, I, I need someone that can do nine piece capsule, just something small for Sonia Morgan, New York, and then maybe twenty pieces for the Sonia by Sonia Morgan. Because I have all these venues that want to have it, whether it's, you know, um, you know, buy it on TV or as seen on TV. You know, I don't want to quote any no names, but if it's something like that or it's even back to Century 21 or Walmart's where my collection is, you know, they want more. So I got to get on that, too. I'm looking for a good partner for my for the man. I'm looking for a good manufacturer and partner for my collection because I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology. That's my. DNA. Yeah, that's your, you that's saw your, the paper mag party with Telfar, right? That's that's your thing. Fashion's your thing. Yeah, and he's doing so great now. I mean, he came on the show, and it was like he lost this deal, that deal, and he's a real artist, you know. And then all of a sudden, now he's with Uggs and uh, Muscle Moose Knuckles. I mean, he's doing great. So Ultimate Girls Trip is really becoming like a a big deal. They had season one. Now season two's coming out in June. I think you would be great on that. Would you be open to that? Yeah, I just have not been available for the, um, where was it, Turks and Caicos, and I, I couldn't, wasn't available for Project Runway, um, so I just haven't been available. So now I'm looking forward to, um, you know, projects, but also um, BravoCon's coming up. Yes. I, I wasn't able to do it last year um bravo con everyone's excited about that because you know fans have been waiting and then covid sort of screwed everything up so yeah sort of it absolutely did but we haven't had a bravo con for two years in a row right yeah yeah actually so i'm looking forward to that because i know actually one. 2019 so i think three years because oh, shit, three years yeah because they did have it in 2020 they obviously did have it in 2021 so they're finally what? having it later this year yeah yeah, and I missed the first one, which everyone gave it to me. All my fans were like, I went there, I expected to see you. But I just had a lot on my plate, which it's all coming together, though, as a really good and cohesive brand that is identifiable directly to me. So I accomplished what I wanted, making sure my daughter got into college. Not only that, she's in an Ivy League school. She's a straight-A student. She's been working her summer job. So, you know, I had my priorities. Yeah, no, that makes sense, too. It's like you did what you had to do, and now it's like, you know, now you can it's play. It's coming together. It's, yeah, it's materializing. I, I manifested it, so major manifester here. But I will tell you, um, That's when I good... went to Aspen with my daughter, I never even left my, you know, we had a little chalet. I didn't, you didn't see me all over. She was there. It was for her to support her. And, you know, when I go to the Hamptons, I don't ever leave. You never see me. I'm not out. Unless I'm with my friend Michael Lorber, we'll do a little something on his boat with the boys. But other than that, I keep to myself. Now, speaking of manifestation, I'm like a big manifester. Yeah. So, like, what are what's your manifestation tips? Like, well, are you are you, you like a vision? You need a time to meditate. So for me, it's that bathtub. First thing in the morning, I take my bubble bath with um, salts and oils, and if you want to light a candle or have your coffee, and then. Before everyone comes to Mama Songe, they call me Mama Songe at my daughter's <laughs> college. And before everyone starts coming to me, taking a piece and pulling me like Gumby between Luann and Ramona, I mean, I have, when I leave the fourth or third floor of my house, which by the time I get downstairs, I've done 25 things and I'm 25 minutes late. So, you know, to manifest a dream, I need that morning bathtub. And even in the evening before I go out, if I take a nice bath or get a massage, that's when I think creatively and I stay up late every night, create, you know, being creative and thinking what I want to do and reaching out to people who I have real relationships with. And I, you know, maintain those relationships and honor them. That's my advice. Maintain those relationships, honor them. Don't be burning bridges. Don't be climbing that ladder and stepping on someone's face. You know, it's yeah. just not going to work out. Yeah, you catch more flies with honey. <laughs> yeah, and it's, a, it's people supporting each other, not just about the bottom line. It's not, you know, obviously you don't want to do a project that's going to go bankrupt, but 
living life in the end is about the people you spend time with and your quality of sleep, your quality of food, your quality of uh, lover, you know, you've got to have it all. And your pets have to have your attention and your children obviously come first. So, and you have to nurture the art if you're like me. I, I, even if it's just gardening, I have my gardening. I love it. It's like you're like you're like all like together. You like have like your well. Nature set. does that for people. So, so you're asking for like what are the tips to manifesting? It's well, being in touch with nature and your physical side and being balanced. Going out, blow off some steam real hard. You can party and dance on tables and then get back to work and get healthy and do your you know whatever you do, whether it's golf or tennis or um, yoga or Pilates, whatever you do, and light that abundance candle and focus on it. Are you big into like uh, vision boards, crystals, candles, and things of that nature? I had a whiteboard at one time with all the interns at the townhouse, but it's too big to burn anywhere. So then I had a little whiteboard, but that wasn't <laughs> working out because I have too many visions. So um, yeah, I always like to keep a book. I write everything on it and I organize it by, you know, what are we talking about here? School or trip or you know, shoes or wine or or perfume you know the sonia morgan new york perfume is amazing um yeah i just i keep it all in a book and i keep it all compartmentalized i like it they say like writing down is like important because like um i was reading something about that like you make lists and then you don't realize that you gradually cross things off your list because you're putting things in like the written form oh my god you're so right it makes you feel really good and in fact, this morning I did my calendar because I'm making my plans for my flights and trips and appearances. And so I have a map of the United States because with COVID we were just doing U.S., right? So I yeah. have that and I write on the map places that I go, um, point it out. And then, I mean, obviously that's what Palm Springs to We Care. It's, uh, you know, Hilton Head Health. And then it's Arizona and it's the Miraval in the Berkshire. So, you know, I have, and then I have Costa Rica is open now. So I put my retreat in Costa Rica. So I, and Pritikin in Florida, I just did 10 days there. So I put all those nice. in and then I have to figure out from there, from when I go on a work trip, when will I be close there? So I have my map, right? So that's how I balance health and work trips. And then my other thing I have is, always a printout of the month every month for six months or more and i put in there as soon as i know something so like 2023 is my daughter's graduation it's already in there i have all my you know my sony in your city appearances on there and then i have my paid appearances for just me to show up for a couple hours and the cities that they're in everything is on that calendar on the paper and also in my i calendar on the iphone yes and then I have an intern that sends me my schedule every day, typed out in a text. That's yeah, good. And then she's probably been calling me saying, are you on the phone with Will? <laughs> you know, but my brain wasn't working. Because they're instructed if I don't see a text. So what can I tell you? Well, I have really enjoyed speaking with you. You gave me so I could talk to you all day long. <laughs> yeah, I could talk to you. But we have our stars aligned between Pisces Gemini and Sag were covered, man. That is so crazy that we have the same it's May sick. 3. It's sick. it's sick. You'll have to come to one of my parties when I get back in the house. I'd, I'd love to, girl. I would so fucking love to. So you have to, like, keep me in the loop with that. I will. All right. I know you got my back or I wouldn't be agreeing to talk with you. Yes, um, girl. And and I, could I meet you that night of the show? Yeah, there's a meet and greet. So I'll, I'll hook you up, but... Um, it's going to be crazy. Just be ready. It's going to be wild. I've done, I've got, I've covered a lot of shows at that venue. Like I was just there about like a week and a half ago. Do you know the comedian Nikki Glazer? Yes. So I had interviewed her and, you know, I met her after the show and stuff too. So, all right. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. And I love how we're like basically astrology twins. <laughs> so and, true. I look forward to meeting you at the show and uh, having some Sonia Sangria together. Well, obviously our stars aligned. I wouldn't even be doing this interview. And I'm so happy that we finally got it together and um, that we could do this. Spread Def the love. Exactly. Cheers to that and happy Pride. Oh, gosh. I'm so busy for Pride, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> happy Pride, darling. Bye. Thank you, love. Bye. 
Okay, so time to raise a glass. The last of our bottle. Are you joining me in having some? So cheers to Sonia Morgan. That was a fun interview. I'm going to be meeting her in Montclair, I think on the 18th. I hope she gives me some money. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I need it more. You don't need any money. Hey, listen, we all need money. In these inflationary times, have you seen the price of gas? I need the money. You have um, wind and fire fortune. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I don't have a fortune. Everyone has a fortune. You know, Mr. You-know-who, he he lives (laughs) a life where he doesn't have to work or do absolutely anything. But you work. I work too much. You do, actually. Here, it's 1140, and we had to take a break so I could talk to a customer. I know that's true. We took a break in between shows. See, I, I, I would love to meet a trust fund baby. I don't want a big papa. I want a trust fund baby. Well, maybe you should talk to. Uh, Although at the same time, I should not say that because there's something else I want to make. Is work. that hair from our neighbor? Oh my god! Yeah, we could talk about that. That was traumatizing. Yeah. See. Okay. So, fun fact: I don't accept food from tra- strangers because I'm paranoid they're gonna who do it. Or do some, like, ritualistic stuff to, like, jinx me and stuff like that. Well, they want you to convert to Judaism. <laughs> oh, don't say you're going to piss off. <laughs> I believe in Kabbalah, though. Um, no, I don't think. I'm not talking about her in particular. But I'm just paranoid about accepting any food from someone I don't know well. But, so we went over to Lance's neighbor's house. And they gave, they were nice enough to give him a ton of food. I don't even know why. Um, because they were throwing it out. Yeah, but I'm just, it was so random. But they were very, you know, they were nice. But apparently too many people must have been over the food because there was hair in everything. I took one bite of a cookie. It was gross. And I saw the hair. And then I realized I had swallowed a hair. Yeah. Good thing. My but pa- thankfully, this bubbly that we're drinking flushed it out of my system yes exactly good thing and i didn't have any because my paranoia actually came in handy today i really did not want to eat all of those sweets anyway so it was a great excuse to throw that shit right in the garbage i've been on a fasting diet i i don't eat for basically i fast for 12 plus hours each day and i was so glad that when i walked in the door you were like oh what did you say you gave me some compliment." Either that or you just said, I look like I need to eat a little bit and I lost a lot of weight. But to me, that's a compliment. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. I sure know how to give a backhanded compliment. (laughs) And the fucked up thing is I I take it as a compliment. (laughs) Hey, you look like you should be in Ethiopia now. You're just as... You would fit right in with the uh, Housewives cast. Speaking of Housewives, I... um, It's so funny... You were like doing that that funny thing when I met you all the way back in 2014, The Real House Boys of New Jersey. You put together that mock trailer and it ended up getting a bunch of views on Facebook. And some people thought that was fucking real. Like it was actually like a real show. Yeah, and- there was, I think there was two or three episodes, if you want to call them that, or trailers. And I should go back and watch that again. Do you know I actually tried to pitch a concept like that? Honestly. So basically circa like... Circa 2011, 12, 13, I was really good friends with Kim D from Housewives of New Jersey. And then I was friends with like a girl, Penny, that was on there and like acquaintances with Teresa. And then I was doing a lot of work, like putting stuff out in the press that they wanted to when they were like beefing with Melissa Gorga. And I became friendly with like a couple of producers and people at tabloids. And I actually pitched an idea for them, I think in early 2014 or 2013, it was right before I met you, of like a whole like real housewives concept is that your way of trying to pretend like you didn't steal my idea well the thing is they didn't pick it up anyway they did (laughs) she she said that she didn't think that it would this is what happens when you date lawyers you start thinking like them (laughs) i dated the lawyer after this they should have dated him before this but like they like they didn't think like it was they long story short they didn't think like it would land that it was a good concept but it was just you know what I mean? Which is sad because I think it w- today especially would be a hit. And then do you remember back in, I think it was 2010 Logo had that show A-List? I mean, how many times were the Beatles turned down? They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. 
They I, just think they do. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I feel like something nowadays like that would really hit it off. And Sonia probably agrees. She, by the way, she code uh, shout out to Sonia because she's been doing a shit ton of Pride events. She did like Buffalo Pride, and she's doing another Pride in Connecticut, I think, in Norwalk. Um, and she's giving out free bank accounts with extra money. <laughs> I, <wish. laughs> I need her to hook me up with the Morgan connection. I mean, I feel guilty saying it because I really want something to work out that I can't talk about right now, and you know what it is. Well, never. That's really kind of dumb because anyone could probably figure it out if they want to, but. To go on my fucking Instagram. But part of me really wants a trust fund baby. Like a real trust fund baby. Didn't you already find one? <laughs> what do you think about that? I think that someone whose parents are taking care of him because of his mental problems <laughs> is not quite the same thing as a trust fund baby. Depending on my mood, I may or may not keep that line in. <laughs> But I really, I like the idea of a trust from baby. I don't think I could ever date a big papa. I think in hindsight, I think everyone in my life has pointed out that the fact that I was dating someone 20 years older than me three years ago was just not it. And I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? And given the fact you know who that person is and you know how they look, I'm sure you would agree. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about anymore. You don't want to get sent a death threat. I could well, no one can slash my tires. My car was already stolen. Oh, no, let's talk about that. On, honestly, oh, no, we are not talking about that. Well, could we talk about? Well, that did happen to you in March on the day of my birthday party, which ended up being a shit show because yet again. It, Two years ago, it was a disaster because it was COVID. And now it was just a disaster just, for another reason. I have not had luck with birthday parties. So like in... That's why you turn 30 every year. <laughs> in March 2020, we Lance was nice enough, him and George, to host a big birthday party for me. We got that... I bought that super expensive cake, the Mardi Gras themed cake, remember? Invited all these people. This was Saturday, March 14th. Tons of people RSVP'd. Like honestly, 50 people were supposed to show up. You know how many showed up? 12 and then three days later everything shuts down because of covid and and no one got covid at our party that is true and ironically most of the people who showed up worked in healthcare, and i found that to be the most ironic part they weren't the ones who were scared but it was everyone else and then fast forward to 2021 well we 2021 was okay but it was still small we just went out to that restaurant you remember no See, it was forgettable. That's what. See, it wasn't big. I wanted something big, and then this year I thought I could do. Oh yes, when we went out to that restaurant in Hillsdale, Prohibition in Westwood. Westwood. Yeah, yeah, but we're friendly with the owner. She, they're really nice. Um, but like I wanted to do something big, so I wasted all that money in 2020, and then 2021 it was really low key, and then this year I was supposed to do a big thing at Haven, and then I was not even invited. You. Your car got stolen and my gift got stolen. I was really like, and then I was fighting, you know, with, you know who, and, th- th- and like most of the people canceled. And I was so embarrassed because I know the owner of the restaurant and he like gave us free champagne and, and the best seat in the house. See, I just, maybe next year I'll actually have a nice fucking birthday. Sonia Morgan says you need to manifest. And I feel like I do, but some things just, I still encounter issues with. <laughs> but what do you think? I feel like I'm good at manifesting, except my birthdays. Every time I try to have a birthday party, it goes up in flames. It's like your relationships. <laughs> they all have the same outcome. That is so mean. And because of that reason, you should feel sorry and try to help it work, make it work out. Well, I've tried to help you by saying end it. Well, I'm just looking out for your best interest. Maybe it'll, you know what, then you need to find a trust fund baby for me. Another one. Or get me on. Did make, you meet him on Seeking Arrangement? I never even used that site, but now you're making me want to. What is Seeking Arrangement? Isn't that like a horror site? It's or, to it's find like, sugar it, daddies. I told you I don't want a sugar daddy. I want a trust one baby. I dated oh, a guy three years ago who was 20 years well, older than me. Remember how that turned out? It's just for financial arrangement. Okay, I can't. The thing is, I can't be with a sugar daddy. If I'm having sex with somebody, I need... There needs to be chemistry. Like, I can't can just, just sleep. pretend. How the fuck do you pretend? Turn on some porn. I can't. I really can't with you. My goal, I need a trust putting out into the universe. I need a trust from baby. Or Sonia Morgan to help me find a Morgan. That's gay. 
or a producer to come up with a real housewives concept or a real house husband's concept and for me to be cast as a single character. So even though I'll be miserable if my current situation doesn't work out, at least I'll be getting a nice six-figure paycheck, right? I sound really dysfunctional in this recap. Hey, listen, you said it. (laughs) I can't wait to listen to this after. I'm on my Sonia Sangria, which is very good. And yeah, I guess I'm feeling myself right now. Well, actually, it sounds like the opposite. But um, but yeah, trying to come up with an alternative game plan. Thoughts? You need to get yourself back out there. I know. Maybe Sonia can help it me. It is Pride Month. There's never been a better month to meet a man. The only problem with Pride is... So I was supposed to work Jersey Pride, like we just talked talked about off the air. I was supposed to be in the parade and I was supposed to work the out in Jersey booth but I just had my nose done and then I had my cheeks done prior to that and my editor was like it's too much of like a liability she doesn't she don't want anyone to hit me and you know she wants it to come out great so I, I, I you know I didn't go so it's gonna be hard for me to do anything prior this year because I'm healing from 89 fucking things I'm have I've had done in another couple weeks you might be feeling better and it will be New York City pride True. You know, Lil' Kim's supposed to be performing that. Do you like her? There will be a lot of top secret performances going on. I love me some Lil' Kim. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) I just want this to be a good summer. Here's the thing. I have all shit planned this summer. And if something doesn't work out, then that means the the trip that I have planned in August. Wham! (laughs) And where are you going in Oh, right. You're going... To a swamp in August. I'm ah, a swamp? Right. Where am I going? Where's the swamp? Where's the swamp? Haven't you ever listened to Donald Trump drain the swamp? Oh, duh. Yeah, I am going to the swamp in August. I'm supposed to go, rather. I'm supposed to see Charlie XCX and Lady Gaga. And I feel like I Are know... those two separate events? Yeah, they're separate events. So Charlie XCX is, you know, it's a smaller show. She's performing... Um, and then Lady Gaga is doing the the field where the Nationals play. Yeah, and you lived in D.C. I did live in D.C. for six years, and that's why I said you don't want to go there really in August. But, hey, listen, you'll be indoors, so it'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> why don't I want to go there in August? Do tell. Well, just because the weather is so, like, humid. But by then, you'll be all of... 75 pounds so it won't matter (laughs) am i really losing weight that quick see i take it as a compliment hey i mean if that's what you want i mean i mean i think it's i'm i'm you look healthy thank you i'm actually the way i weighed myself the other well like a month whenever the fuck i weighed myself i was i'm the weight i was 11 years ago wow see i told you you were losing weight yeah. It's because you haven't been going out drinking and eating out as much. That's true. That's true. Which I also credit to another situation, but you don't like that situation. But that's what I'm saying. When I was like lonely and I was out and drinking and eating all the fucking time and I looked happy, but I was miserable. Well, miserable. You know. So how do I know you're happy now? Do you think I'm happy now or do you think I'm just, what do you think? Be honest. Uh, I don't know. You're getting all this plastic surgery done. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just channeling my frustrations differently. I'm that actually you might you're a good therapist. You know, you're putting And I'm not even charging you. I'm maybe instead of like doing what I used to do when I was like stressed and frustrated and when something I wasn't sure if something was gonna work out, I would I would really go out drinking hardcore and eating and out every night at like fancy restaurants, but I but it seems like this time I'm channeling it through plastic surgery. But everyone has their vice. But at least I'm doing I'm making myself look how I always wanted to. Right? So there's one silver lining in everything. As long as you're doing it for yourself, there's nothing wrong with it. So you're uh inferring that i'm doing it for my question mark situationship is that what you're saying no absolutely not oh or you think i'm doing it because i actually want to end a situationship and get out there with someone or something else is that what you're inferring 
That's kind of what I'm hoping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lance is brutally honest. I know it's really a problem, especially when I'm, I'm three drinks in. You can take that up with my lawyers. Oh Jesus, I can't fight with those lawyers. I may need those lawyers to do some pro bono. I told work you for you me. should have been dating a lawyer. Find me one that I actually like, because every one that I've met, I I ended up hating. Oh, you know, I I actually do know one. The problem is everyone I've met, I've well, that I've dated, I've ended up hating. That's a lawyer. And then if I like them, I'm probably not physically attracted to them, so it wouldn't work out. Yeah. You might actually be his type. But the question is, would he be mine? That's the big question. Probably. Really? Really? You really think that? I'm not sure. who Who are you talking about right now? I can't tell you that. I don't think you know him. I probably don't. I have a lot of friends who are lawyers, actually. That is interesting. I wish I knew this when I really fucking needed one a while back. A lot of them are straight, men, women, both. Well, you know what they say. What? What do they say? If it's 3 a.m., a mouth's a mouth. I, 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 I can't. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to wake my husband up. I know. George is actually the one behaving tonight. It's usually the opposite. George, that's because it is a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, in closing, do you think like a show, like a Real Housewives concept, except with men, like a house husband's concept with like gay men or what have you, do you think that would be a hit today? Oh, I think it would be a hit, of course. Uh, I was told 10 years ago, no, and I pitched it in 2012, 2013. This whole concept. But you think nowadays it would work? I think so, too. I oh, think, absolutely. I think it would even work on, like, a mainstream station, like a, a like a TLC or, like, a, a Bravo or something of that sort. Why don't you think that they've not, you know, launched, no network has invested in something like that? Well, because it's too risky. You still think that they have that mindset, that mentality? I, oh, absolutely. Why? Because any new television show is risky. So, I mean, now with streaming, though, there are a lot more outlets for distribution. So, hey, listen, you never know. That's true. I mean, I interviewed the entire Kiss of Love, Victor. Granted, that's scripted. But that's been so successful that I think a reality TV version centered around a bunch of gay people would be you know, equally as successful. I think it would be very entertaining for the heterosexuals and homosexuals among us. Alike, right? It really would. And then you could have your token trans character as the friend of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trans only. Uh, all right, well. Trannies and cross-dressers only. I can't. That's a whole other show. But, it, but like, I mean, I feel like... Here, actually, here for lesbians... Actually, speaking of, like, you know, this and that and all, like, the different layers of the whole LGBT thing, I'm gay and I call it the LGBT Every thing. year there's a new acronym. <laughs> there is. Let's be honest, there really is. This year, apparently, it's GLBT. Like, I know. We're, like, boring. We're, like, basic gays. We're just boring basic gays. But, I mean, I feel like... I know. I feel like you have to be transgender just to find just someone. Just to be edgy. Things. Right? Let's, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean... And, you know, power to everyone. You know what I mean? I'm not not to sound like a cunt right now, but I do feel like Grindr has become a bit of like tranny chaser central. Yeah, it's just it's really mind boggling. And where all of these people have been hiding for so many years that all of a sudden they're coming out of the closet. But if you think about it, like. Like a trans often gets, um, you know, like labeled and, la you know, I mean, very, I feel like, you know, let's be honest, like trans people are judged like so harshly nowadays. I feel like gay is becoming more mainstream. Having said that, I feel like trans is also a fetish and fetishized. So now since all things LGBT is becoming more mainstream, you see all these like straight in quote guys on Grindr that all... Want to fuck a trans person. Yeah, trans only. And I feel like it's like it used to be a gay app and it doesn't even seem that way anymore, right? 
That's true. Not that I would know. Well, you know, from all the people you know that are on it. Exactly. But seriously, I mean, like, that's what I, like, where did the gays go now? Bumble? Tinder? Well, you can't even go to a gay club as much or bar anymore because a lot of them have closed. Very sad. I mean, there, of course, are some in the major cities, but a lot of the ones that are in the suburbs. Like Jersey. More rural have just gone out of business. A lot have closed in our area. In Rockland, there used to be one. Rockland County, that closed. In New Jersey, there was one in Morris County that closed. Then there was another one around the Atlantic City area that closed. And then there was one around Rutgers University that closed. And then there was another one around like Central Jersey. And they were cl- they're being closed and not being replaced. It's not like that, you know, yes, your exactly. neighborhood Irish pub that closes and another one opens. Well, that leads me to ask this. Do you feel like all, like this whole digital age that we're in and all these apps and all this bullshit like that, do you feel like it's destroying like gay business? Like gay... Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, I don't know about Like gay clubs, gay like gay business, clubs and the gay nightlife. It's, uh, yeah, it certainly has... Um, taking a toll on on gay nightlife and gay bars and places that gays have historically congregated. Do you think that it'll gay nightlife will ever reemerge, or will the apps continue to kill it? Like, will there ever be like some sort of a balance? Like, what's well, next? There'll probably always be a gay nightlife, but it's not going to be the way it was in the seventies or even ten years ago. Because or... all the places I mentioned, they were around ten years ago. 2010, 20, you know what I mean? And now, like, I can name five that are gone now in Jersey. We talked about a lot today. We did, but we did not talk too much about the guests. We, I mean, Sony Morgan is like a gay icon. So, especially when it comes to reality TV personalities. So, kind of. And we spoke about all things gay drinking her Sonia Sangria. So, I will say that she... She sounds like a lovely person. I know, and if you'll come with me on the 18th, you'll get to meet her. Yes! But what I will say, and speaking of Sonia, I mean, you know, her sangria is great. I feel like everyone should go see Sonia in the city, pick up a bottle of Sonia sangria, because it's really good, and yeah, keep on following her. I'm happy that she got this spinoff show with Luann, so that'll be good to see, because I Luann and Sonia were both on the podcast this season, so I'm happy for them both, and cheers to that. And go out and celebrate pride.